0: Dias, hermanos. For a moment, I remained silent and listened to all of you singing in Spanish. And that was wonderful. That was wonderful. So thank you for letting the Holy Spirit lead you this morning. It is great to have a bilingual congregation here. Thank you for coming. One of the songs that uh, Derek was singing this morning is beautiful, it's beautiful. Uh, let me see if I remember, I think I wrote it down right here, yeah. Bueno es mi padre, bueno es, right? It is bueno, he's wonderful. And that's why we're here. So um, I will ask you, brothers and sisters, in the name of Jesus, to let the Spirit lead you this morning. Because He is the power of God. There are so many things I want to say this morning, but I'll be brief. My sermon probably is not going to take five minutes, but it's going to probably be a a little bit longer than that. But I promise you, I will be brief, okay? So, um, before I started it, I just want to welcome you this morning, thank you for coming and worship the Lord with us. We're glad that you're here and my name is Marco Diaz and I approve this message. (laughs) Thank you. If you would please open your Bibles in the Gospel of Marco. I mean, the Gospel of Mark, chapter 2. Beginning in verse 21 and 22. Will you stand, please? If you will. Thank you. No one sews a perch of unshrunk cloth and an old garment. Otherwise, the new piece will pull away from the old, making the tear worse. And no one pours new wine into old wine skins. Otherwise, the wine will burst the skins and both the wine and the wine skins will be ruined. No, they pour new wine into new wineskins let us pray how many father thank you very much for giving us the opportunity to come this morning the first day of the week to praise your holy name father thank you so much for our brothers and sisters here in this wonderful church Thank you, Father, for giving us the privilege to gather together in this magnificent place. We ask you and we pray that your Holy Spirit will lead us this morning. Thank you for giving us this great opportunity. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You may be seated, brothers. Thank you. I brought my Bible, but you know the letters are so small small print and I cannot read it so uh, I brought my phone but I got here with me some notes I will never forget Carlos I met him on the street one Sunday morning while I was picking up people for church. That was long, long time ago. At the age of 23, Carlos had already experienced everything in life. The problem that Carlos has had was terrible. So at the age of 23, Carlos had already experienced everything in life. Drugs, sex, alcohol, prostitution, gangs, loneliness, nightlife, misconduct, and you name it. I invite him to church that morning. He did resist. Carlos was willing to change his miserable life. The problem was his girlfriend. A street girl just like him. And when his girlfriend found out that Carlos was going to church, she chose to leave him. For several months, Carlos tried by all means to convince her that he needed the church. That he needs to seek Christ. So he wanted really to change his miserable lifestyle, but she always resisted and not listened to him. Carlos tried to put a perch of unshrunk clothes, and a no garment. Carlos was struggling for months to make a hard but the best decision in his life. And finally, Carlos came to a conclusion. He couldn't leave her. He was able to leave everything for her. He was still able to leave the love of Christ for her. Carlos wasn't ready for change. Unfortunately, he went back to his. All lifestyle. So again, Carlos returned to the to the streets with his girlfriend. The answer of Jesus for those who question about fasting was true. When new wine is poured into an old garment, both the wine and the wineskins is ruined, and it is good for nothing. And biblically, biblically speaking, brothers and sisters, you cannot pour new life into your old lifestyle The inevitable tragedy will occur. The new life is ruined. And when I think about Carlos' story, I just feel so sad. Because some of us may be struggling. With our old lifestyle. And it is so sad because the Lord always wanted to have a good relationship with us, He always wants us to make a change. But sometimes we resist. Paul when he wrote his second letter to the Corinthians in chapter 5 in verse 17 he says therefore if anyone is in Christ is a new creation the new creation has come so, brothers and sisters, think, think for a moment. The time when we accepted Christ as our Savior, we became a new creature. And that's why we cannot put a new part into the old cloth. It's impossible. And many of us, may, 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 many of us may be still struggling like, like Carlos. Especially now, we live, we live in a world, brothers and sisters, that is falling apart. It is sad that when we think about what God did for us, what Jesus did for us in the cross, and we still, wanted to keep living in sin, that is not right. Think for a moment. Do you have an old wineskin to throw away? Just think about it. Look carefully at your wardrobe. Wineskins, brothers and sisters, comes in all sizes and all styles and colors perhaps yours is compared with Carlos perhaps yours are pornography Prostitution, drugs, alcohol, or perhaps inappropriate clothing. Take a look at your closet. Maybe yours is junk food. I don't know. oil, leftover waste, expired canned food, etc. Just think about it. Because brothers, we have to recognize that we are living in this world and we all sinners. But let me tell you this. We have to be one point, one moment in our lives that we need to realize that if we continue living in sin, we are falling apart from God. when Jesus in John 14 Jesus going to prepare a place for us and he said brothers and sisters I'm I am leaving to prepare a place for you because I want you to be with me sometimes we forget that direction and we take other direction. So look at your of of those things that I'm talking about. What if you, if you do a little analysis of your life, some inventory of your life, would you like it? Sometimes I think that I would like to have in my hands some recorded video of my life since I had a relationship with sin and be able to see all the bad things I have done throughout my life I would love to be able to see that and see how many times I have seen against God what about you maybe sometimes Like that will make me more humble and grateful to God. But what about your habits? Have you think about that? Gossip. Teasing. Resentment. Selfishness? Jealousy? Profane and obscene language? Or like Carlos, an old relationship which is destroying you. Just think about it. No relationship, friendship, habits, or whatever, never be more valuable than your soul. Nothing. In fact, let me ask you something this morning. How is your soul doing? I'm not asking you, how are you? I'm asking you, how is your soul doing? Think about it. We never, never think about that. And we never say it. But just for a moment, I want you to think about this. How is my soul doing? Am I okay with the Lord? Am I away from sin? Am I going for the same, for the good direction? Just think it. Just think about it. What are things you are engaged in that are draining the life out of your soul? What would you do when your emotions eh, eh, are out of order that don't let you see clearly? You know what? King David, He has an answer for us this morning. In Psalm 42, in verse 5, He says, Why my soul? Are you downcast? Why so disturbed within me? Put your hope in God, for I will yet praise Him, my Savior and my God. Brothers and sisters, what David is talking about here is hope in God. Hope. Hope. Now, remind uh, uh, yourself that hope means a patient but expectant waiting for God to act. One of my favorite psalms is Psalm 40. Because... When I read this psalm, it reminds me when I was away from God. It reminds me about my sins. It reminds me that I was like David. And also reminds me that I needed to change my lifestyle. I love it. And I want to share it with you this morning. I waited patiently for the Lord. I waited patiently for the Lord. He turned me. And heard my cry. What a wonderful. You know, when, when we are able to pray the Lord this kind of prayer, He always listen to us, He knows wh- what is in our hearts. And He really wants us to change what is within us. And he could keep saying, he lifted me out of the slimy pit, out of the mud and mire. He set my feet on a rock and gave me a firm place to stay. Isn't that marvelous? What David wanted for God to do for him was to put his feet on a rock and a firm place. That's what we need. That's what we need. But you know what? God is willing to do it. But we have to do our part. You see? We have to do willing to say, Lord, I'm just tired. I don't want to keep doing what I'm doing. It's enough. One day, long, long time ago, When I read the psalm, I remember my prayer. And I remember I said to God, God, I am tired. I am tired of this life that is killing me. I don't want to do this no more. I want you to take me out of that mud and mire. I don't want to be there anymore. And he was willing to do it. Every time I read this home, I remember Carlos. For three months. He was attending church. For three months, he was changing his lifestyle. For three months, he looks different. But then, the devil came again. And he wasn't ready. Because the devil just came to destroy. Our lives. That's his job. So we need to be willing. To stay away from sin. Willing to step out. And tell God. God I don't want to be there anymore. I need you. And let me tell you. He knows our hearts. So brothers and sisters, now let us go back to Carlos' story. My friend Carlos wanted God to take him out of the mud and mire. He wanted to be free from sin. The problem was that he did not want to live his whole lifestyle and repent. Repentance means change. And change means removing from our hearts anything that cannot coexist with God. All wineskins are no match for new. still fermenting wine will burst the skins, resulting in the loss of both skins and wine. The new wine of rescue enriches all who are willing to accept uh, uh, these blessings, even for all sinners like you and me. Jesus doesn't put all patches and new clothes. He makes all things new. And like he said through Paul, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come. I want to close. asking you one question. And then I'm out of here. Just one question. What is stopping you from reaching God's salvation? What? Maybe one of those things that we were talking about. I don't know. What is it? You know it. And also, God knows our hearts. So we cannot hide from Him. But what is it? His word says in Second Peter 3 9, the Lord is not slow in keeping His promise, as some understand slowness. Instead, His passion with you, not wanting anyone to perish, but anyone to come to repentance. Are you willing to make that change today? Don't wait too long. My uncle said a long time ago, don't wait like this man right here talking about me. He waited until he got shot 14 times to come to the Lord. Don't wait. Sometimes we we'll wait too long and sometimes it's too late. Today is the way of salvation. Don't forget that today. Tomorrow, you never know. Today. So I want to invite you this morning. If you think something is holding you. And keeping you away from God. Why don't you come this morning. And start a new life with Christ. If you're willing to do that. We're going to sing a song with our brother, Derek. Will you stand, please? And if you think that this message was for you, why don't you come forward? Thank you.